so damn hot. Milk was a bad choice. Welcome to Running Beer and BS, a podcast where we discuss those things and more. I'm Flores. I'm Johnny. And this is episode 25. We are a quarter way through 100. Nice. Isn't that crazy? That's a lot of episodes. Uh, today we are talking about heat while we sit out in the heat. I mean, it's a, uh, it is a mere, wait for it, uh, 87 degrees. Oh, nope. I take that back. 95. I was like, it's, it should be a lot warmer <laughs> it is, than that. It is 95 degrees. Yeah. It's, Oddly enough, it feels like 101. Really? I think it's because we're not in the sun. We talked about it that. Feels, it feels really good, actually. It's a, a nice little breeze coming through the patio, but we're talking about heat, uh, basically while training, while racing, how to how to prepare for those kinds of things, especially with these summer races. We've had some recent races that have just been god-awful heat. We'll talk about, I mean, we talked a little bit about Mohican in previous weeks. We'll talk a little about Western and some other things that, that have happened as well. Corridors coming up yeah there's just a there's a lot right in the summer which is always a funny thing uh, that's we had some listeners ask us about like when we were going to do an episode of this and we actually already had it planned <clears throat> and they're like yeah why are we ha- why do they have all these races like in the god-awful weather of the summer well that's because ohio <clears throat> spring and fall sucks and yeah. you never know what you're going to you get. never know what kind of weather you're actually going to get with yeah. that so but as always we're going to start with uh what's dehydrating us this mm. evening yep. Uh, tonight we have a lovely beer from South Park Brewing Company in Fair Play, Colorado. The Alts, uh, you know, got off their uh, their gummy bear kick. Oh my, you did it! <laughs> <laughs> Went right for it. I was even uh, right to the jugular. Right, right to it. Let's see if they listen again. Um, and they <laughs> they brought us a couple beers. This is one of them. Uh, it's called Buffalo Peaks Brown Ale, roasted hints of chocolate. Um, uh, South Park Brewing Company, Fair Play. Like I said, craft brewing at 9,953 feet, and this beer is, uh, it's all right. It's not a brown ale. It, it really isn't. I think this roasted hints of chocolate instantly makes it a stout. Yeah, you know, I, actually, that's probably a pretty good question for, like, an actual brewmaster. Yeah. Like, when does it officially become a stout? That's a good question. Right? Like, I'm looking at this thing. And, and John's posted a picture on the this, socials about it. This is... Well, I it's guess it's got a little bit of a brown tint. I to guess it. if you hold it up to the light, if you hold it up to the the burning orb <laughs> in the sky, you can. It's some lights coming through it. Yeah, but this thing is dark. It is it is quite dark, and usually I associate brown ales with more of a nuttiness. Yeah, like some sort of nutty uh, flavor to it. And this is, I mean, it's not horrible, but it's not a brown ale. It's 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 extremely dark. Yeah. I feel like it has more of a chocolatey, malty flavor to it than I would expect from a brown ale. Right. Um, you know, if it if it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, goddamn it, it's a stout. <laughs> so, I don't know. That's like, how it adds up. I, I would just rate this as a stout. Uh, yeah. Uh, I gave it a what I say. I gave it a three. Gave it a three. I gave it a three and a quarter. I gave it three out of five on the old Untapped. Yeah. If you don't follow us on Untapped, we'll have the links. Uh, Hit us up on on, on the page. But you can definitely. I've got a few people that have friended me that. Yeah. From listeners and stuff yeah. like that. So yeah, thanks for reaching out about that. It's even more worthless knowledge that you'll get from me on yeah. Untapped than it is any other <laughs> social media platform. Yeah, you're like, here's my expert opinion that I don't actually know anything Here, about. Here is my expert opinion. Opinion I pulled straight out of my ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this so. all sounds fine who knows so uh but yeah i mean it's no it's it's 
episode. What was ABV on it? Six. Six. Oh, that's right. Because we talked about. Uh, yeah, because yeah, yeah. Untap said 5.7. Untap said have 5.7. That could have been just a different release, like last year's or something like that, where it didn't Possib- quite. Like, yeah, yeah, it didn't quite hit the, the thing. So. Yep, yep, yep. So that's what we're drinking. Uh, this week, what's been going on? What's been going down? Uh, we went out to North Carolina this weekend. Did you go out to North Carolina? Did you go down to North Carolina? Well, technically we went out of Columbus to North Carolina. So I guess either one works. Does it's it like though? when people, oh gosh. Kayla so does let me that. ask you something. If you go to Cleveland, would you legitimately say you went out to Cleveland? No, I wouldn't go. Exactly. <laughs> Damn! Take that! All right, land. we just we just lost Northern Ohio, and there, and there goes Northeast else? Ohio. Yeah, that's fun. No, Kayla's family does it all the time. They say they're going to go down home, yeah. and down home is north. Yeah, and I'm like, that's not how cardinal directions work. And she did it here too, talking about the. Uh, we're sitting on the patio. There's like a poop machine for dogs, like with the bags and stuff. Wait, it's a poop machine. No, it's, it's not a poop machine. It's a poop collector machine. <laughs> It's a trash can. It's a trash bag can. <laughs> it's a trash receptacle. Bobby. So Kayla was saying it. She's like, oh, there's some, there's something over there. And she was like, it was just east of it. I'm like, okay, when you say just east, what do you mean? She's like, well, when you look at it, it's on the right-hand side. I'm oh, like, no. That's not east. She goes, if I'm looking straight, that is north. I'm like, don't, oh, no. don't give people directions. It's not. Speaking of that, uh, that, that poop thing, Bobby would be northeast of us right now. Yes. 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 Oh, thanks for <laughs> letting me know that eight years of military has taught me one thing in Land Ave. Thanks for that. Is it? Yes. Where's the is, sun going down right that now? That is northeast of us. Well, we're not, well, we're not baking in the sun, so that would tell us that the sun is behind us in some person. Well, it depends on... Okay, we're not getting into... I am telling you that. We're not northeast. getting into these directions. <laughs> we went down to North Carolina. Yeah, you did. Is that better for you? It's way better. Uh, right, out, right between Winston-Salem, Greensboro. Um, I did some, so we stayed in my niece's bedroom and she has like blackout curtains. (laughs) (laughs) She has blackout (laughs) curtains. So we got there late and both days I slept until like nine o'clock. Do those blackouts or the (sighs) real deal? And Kayla's like, why didn't you get up? I'm like, you didn't tell me what time it was. Like, it looks dark outside. Dude, those blackouts, I mean, they live up there. When Jen used to work third shift, well, we still have blackouts from when she used to work third shift, right? So, I mean, I'm serious. If those things get pulled, I will sleep until 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock in the morning. You don't even realize it. No. Your body's like, time to shut down. Yeah. But we... Uh, that day is gone. Yeah. So, but both days, I had to deal with real shitty hot wet runs. Yeah. I think the first run, it was like 93 yeah. or so without the heat index. Yeah. And then yesterday's run wasn't as bad, but I ran some trails uh, off Lake Brant, I think, in Greensboro. Yeah. And they had some pretty cool trails and they had one trail that was like just for hiking and running. And then they had a mountain bike trail like most places do, but they had them like not interconnected, but they would combine sometimes and then go off. Right. So I was going to do the hiking trail and then do the mountain bike trail. It was only going to be like seven miles. And I was like, that's plenty for how hot it is. And I woke yeah. up late. It's going to waste my day. So I go out there I'm on the hiking trail and, and this is my hot take for the day. I'm trying to do a, jo- oh, I'm trying to do a Johnny hot take. Here we so go. On the, uh, hiking trail and I passed like two runners and, and a ton of people just hiking and walking. Yeah. I said, good morning to everybody, you know, trying to just talk to uh, them, be friendly. Here we go. <laughs> and no one said anything or they would Wait. just like mumble back to me, the hikers and the runners. Didn't, even they didn't say anything. There was one that didn't even acknowledge me. I'm like, Hey morning. And he just, he just kept running like no headphones in either. So he just blatantly ignored me. <clears throat> I'm like, what, what? 
so much for that Southern hospitality. Yeah. I say that I hit the mountain bike trail instantly. I hear, you know, with the mountain bike trail, those guys are running, those guys are going a hell of a lot faster than I am. So right. anytime you hear the chain bouncing or anything like that, yeah. you hop off the trail, figure out where the hell they are yeah. and then, then decide, can I keep going or not? Every single person. Thanks so much for me getting off the course. Thanks so much. Good morning. Have a oh, great day. The mountain bikers are every the, single mountain biker. I probably passed like ones. 15 of them. They were, thank you, sir. They appreciate it. I'm like, Hey, I called you, sir. I'm like, what's going, what, what's wrong with you? I had a what upside down world. Am I in? Yeah. There was like a kid that was like 11 years old to my, I didn't see him at the top of the hill. He was cresting and coming back down. I was kind of bike. Yeah. Nice. He was up and I was, I didn't, I was looking to make sure I didn't fall off the side. And then I'd look up and I see him there and he had actually stopped. I'm like, Oh, you can come out, man. He's like, no, 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 go ahead. I'm like, all right. So I go ahead and he's like, all right, you have fun today. Like what is wrong with this? Dang. So I'm calling out all the hikers and uh, runners in Greensboro, North Carolina. So what we've learned is once you go south of the Mason Dixie, (laughs) it flips, it flips a lot like like water when you flush the toilet on the equator. Yeah. So mountain bikers become polite runners become a holes. So one of the last runners you talked about the, uh, I said something, we said something Australian that made me think of it before we started recording each one of them, which I don't, I don't, I don't obviously mountain bike, so I don't know what the etiquette is in it, but people would come through and there'd be multiple, not t- together, but they'd be like, Hey, I got two more behind yeah. me. Hey, yeah. I got one more behind me. Hey, I'm the last one. Yeah. I'm like, you guys are super nice. Why well, this one guy come up and he's like, hello. No, that's, that's wrong. That's, that's British. <laughs> Throw another trip on the Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I could think of. And he said something that I couldn't understand to come to find out it was one more and his girlfriend or wife or whatever it, came back. But Uno Mas. <laughs> no, I would have gotten that. Uh, <laughs> and she came by and she's like, I'll see you later. I'm like, what's, what's going on? Why is everyone so nice? You're not even from here. <laughs> You're not one of them. But it was, it was, it was really nice. By the way, that's why they're nice. <laughs> because they're not from there. But yeah, uh, that's the take. I don't know what's wrong with the hikers and the trail Intriguing. runners in Greensboro area, but they were not very friendly and nice, but every single mountain biker like thanked me and said, good morning. Every single one of them. Odd. Very weird. That is very weird. How was your week? You, you, so, uh, so my week, dude, your is, last week and a half, really. Golly days. I am still on a, uh, I am still on a sleep deprivation trying to catch up. Mind you, I did basically nothing compared to the person <laughs> I was out there with, and I am still. So Wednesday, we got in Wednesday morning at 4 a.m. So, uh, from, from Western States, I was out of, uh, I was lucky, lucky enough and honored enough to have uh, Dave Wells invited me out to crew and pace him out uh, in Washington State. Oh, it's because I wasn't available. Yeah, it was 100%. <laughs> uh, God knows you have so much more knowledge. Um, so uh, I, got, I got to go out to Washington State. Dick, where's, that, where's your microphone volume? <laughs> I got to go out and do that. And uh, so that's basically my whole week um, uh, coming in Wednesday. Saturday, I tell you what, on the note of the topic of this of this podcast, heat training, Western States, folks, it was the ninth hottest Western States ever. That is nuts. Um, I would, That's nuts to know that there was like eight higher than that. Dude, that was, honestly, God, just that, like from the pictures and everything That was I read. my thought. Like my thought also was like, holy cow, there's eight hotter than this. My oh, 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 and by the way, this was the ninth hottest, but it also had the highest success rate ever. 
I believe. I, I, I saw that. It was like almost like an 86 80-something percent. I think it's 86% success that rate. That shows people, when you're heading out there. You did your homework and yeah. you did heat shirt. I feel like it's becoming more and more of a trendy. I, I don't yeah. know if trendy or at least people are catching on that, oh, you need to You need plan. to be prepared. I wonder if, too, if not to give anything away from those people that finished that, that crazy race, if people aren't showing up that aren't ready. Like maybe they got in through the lottery or got into whatever. And then they, they basically don't even, it's a DNS. Like they didn't even start. Dude. Cause that wouldn't count as far as their finishers rate. Because if you didn't start, uh, I think it, it could, still does. It shouldn't though, because it's not a finisher. If you didn't start, but you're still, it in should it. be a drop rate. Mm-hmm. That's still in though. Is I think. It? Yeah, I think so. I will tell you this. So speaking of people not showing up and not ready or like people not quite enough experience and we jumping into shark a little bit and getting, well, we're going to do what we normally do. We're going to BS and it's what? like sub. Yeah. We're, we're going down a side stream here. There was a dude out there. Oddly enough, he, he was, he, I think he's like one of the trustees sons or something like that, or he's somehow related. He's from that area or something like that. He got his one ticket. He got his one ticket from running 100K. So he had one ticket. So he had like less than a 2% chance of yeah. ever getting in. He got in. It was his first 100. Uh-oh. He finished just in front of Dave. Really? He's a 29-hour. A 29-hour. So, oh, snap. Oh, there goes some of the beer. On my, on my white shirt. Oh, Oh, that's no fun. So I'm going to talk standing up the rest of the episode. And, uh, so. <laughs> oh, that's great. Here, we're going to take a quick commercial break with no commercials so we can clean so, this up. This um, party foul. I need to take a picture first, though. But we'll be, uh, we'll, we'll come right back. We're not going anywhere. I'm we're gonna not going to talking. Come? Okay. Well, so, I'm going to um, go in and get you a towel, though. We'll just have Caleb maybe bring it out. So, uh, this dude was, had one chance to get in. He finished that race, but talking about like heat training and stuff like that, uh, on the run this weekend that I did Saturday coming back, I actually managed to, uh, get a run in with a couple people. And I am telling you what I ran Saturday morning. We started at night. We started just a little after 9am and we ran for two hours. So, it was unbelievable how soaked I was. Does she know this is white and it's getting ready to get jacked up? Okay. Uh, it was unbelievable how soaked I was in just two hours of running. We went to a... Oh, dude, speaking of this, this is kind of... Quick side note. Thank you, Kayla, for giving us a rag. <laughs> a white one that is now forever ruined. Um, it's a shop towel. Shop towel. We went to a... Saturday morning, went and ran at a... What I consider a newer preservation park. Uh... That Shale Hollow. Shale Hollow. Dude, that's a great little course. Actually. Oh, yeah? It's basically two trails. Like It's like, a, is it a figure eight or is it two separate trails? It's definitely two separate. Okay. So the one, it dep- kind of depending on where you park at, but if you park at the very bottom, you run this little, you run, you run, it just does a circle. And the circle is. It's like a circle. A circle. It has no end. It is uh, right around a mile, right? And then the other little trail that they have is right around a mile also, but you go up a little path, there is a, uh, a loop, and then you go up another little path, and there's another loop. So it's kind of like... A clover? 
ish with two, with but two. on top like stacked on top of each okay. other uh two lollipops on top of okay. one another double scooped ice cream if you will there you go with a with a toothpick in between the scoops fair enough if you will okay so anyways we ran there uh and it was just, i mean it's just god awful hot and humid here in ohio right now um so anywho all this kind of brings up our topic of uh, heat training and all that kind of stuff and how to go into races kind of prepared or what you should maybe think about doing during a very hot, very humid, uh, hundred miler, um, or any race or, or what? Yeah. Any race, a, a hot training run and or race. Yes. So, uh, I think it goes kind of like John and I, Oh yeah, you got, it's all over that white shirt, man. Is it? God yeah. Bless. You know the shirt? No. Like all over, all over. It? Like it's from like here down, oh, splashed over. Dang it, dude! You just say you just took a hard fall on the trail, wearing your sweet Patagonia shirt. My my literally brand. Oh, new, it looked fresh. Brand new <laughs> white t-shirt. You go back to REI, and be like, I got it like this. Except <laughs> except I, I except I got it in uh, Nevada. Oh, did you? So oh god, dang it. Um, anywho, um. But yeah, with John and I had talked about like I think it was in our training episode maybe of like when you have races that are going to possibly be like that that maybe you should you know prep prepping that so like kind of train how the race is going to be. <laughs> John is so upset about that shirt. <laughs> we got off the rails. Keep talking for a minute. What are you gonna do? You gonna go wash it? Uh, so we had talked about in our training. Uh, episode i believe of kind of the fact of you want to train like your race is going to be so if you know your race is going to be hot like if you're doing like mohican or western states or anything like that that it's going to be a hot race that you really should be training in the heat and sometimes it's tough especially in ohio is where as john said our our weather is so unpredictable that sometimes it can be you know i think we had winter until easter this year um (laughs) <laughs> I just want to take a picture and video of John doing that. <laughs> Recording in my shirt. Record. Um, okay, so I'm back. So while you're gone. Yes. Talked about our, our episode where we talked about like training and conditions similar to racing. So like knowing that your race is going to be stupid hot. Like yeah, yeah. how you should, you should prepare for that. Whether it's like, hey, you know, maybe morning runs aren't going to work because it's, it's actually cool in the mornings. Maybe yeah. you need to do those evening, late afternoon runs yeah. to get into there. And I think the, the heat can be a deterrent for like people wanting to do things. And it kind of pushes you a little harder because of your heart rate's going to be there. You're going to get dehydrated faster. Yeah. There's a lot of things that go like that. I think, well, we know that it's the, we, we have listeners who are like, Hey, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to run this. Do you guys have any other suggestions? Yeah. But you know, like, I feel like people are more cognizant of heat trading now. Like yes. there is resources out there now. Um, Google. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anyone personally that's ran one th- uh, that's ran bad water, but I know people that have gone out and crewed and paced bad water. And even the people here's how hot is bad water. Bad water is so hot that even the crew and the pacers do heat training. Yeah. Cause you need to, for it. I've always heard the stories of people frying eggs on the road. Yes. And like you having to walk up, you have, you having to run on the white line. Yeah. So you don't melt the rubber off your shoes. So I know that people who have gone out and done bad water specific or pace and crude at bad water specifically have gone to as far as in Ohio done kind of midday runs with sweatsuits on. 
Gosh, that sounds miserable. Just, I mean, but you got to do yeah. that. And then, I mean, uh, now all this goes with saying, be smart about it. Like if you're right. going to pass, like maybe chill if you're going to pass out, start getting lightheaded. But they're doing this training and they have like full sweatsuits on and just chugging water left and right yeah. while they do it. Because part of the heat training that you need to do is to not only learn how to tolerate and get your body to where it can kind of adapt to the heat, but also get your body to where it can process the water while it's under duress from the heat and like that. Um, right. You're, you need your body to kind of overperform in every way yeah. of the form. It needs to be able to produce a sweat because sweat's what basically cools our body. And when you stop sweating, that's a real good sign of dehydration or lack of electrolytes. That's a, uh, that's a bad sign. Yeah. You stop sweating. Yeah. Um, I don't know how many runs I've been on. And I'm like, that's weird. I feel clammy. I feel like very sticky and I'm <laughs> not sweating anymore. Um, I know, uh, I know a couple people who have done races recently and one of the training that they added to their regiment was, uh, sauna training. And they actually picked that up from a guy who did bad water. Also, he created, I don't know if he created it per se, but he kind of has his own little technique that he uses. And it's not, it's funny to it, you. It doesn't sound like it's that bad. It is, um, it starts off kind of sort of relatively easy. You are sitting in a sauna for like 15 minutes, but the, the key is, is you do it every day, 15 minutes, and then it increases from 15 minutes to like 20 or 25, then to 30, then to 40. And you get all the way up to 60 minutes and you do it in 60 or I'm sorry, you do it in 30 day increments, I think. But they are saying that while you're sitting in the sauna for however long you're supposed to be sitting in it at the time, you're supposed to be just drinking as much water as you can get through your system also. Right. Um, and and I, I don't know. I mean, I guess the one person I know for a fact that did that for Mohican, they had pretty good success up there. Um, it's just, I mean, I, you know, it's one of those things where if you choose to do it, I'm sure it, it, it probably can't hurt. You're right. But you're looking at another hour every it's, day. It's a, it's a big commitment. It's a, it's a time consumer for <clears throat> sure. Sally McRae, the one I was telling you about that was out at crewing somebody at, um, at Western, mm-hmm. she's doing bad water for the first time. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of her regimen. It's funny to tell you the sauna. Like I found an article on ultra running too, talking about that, but like every other day she's in the sauna. And again, it's up to this article from ultra running talked about, you know, basically starting in a, a 160, 180 degree dry sauna and starting at 15, 20 minutes and then adding a few minutes every session, ideally every other day. But it, at least even every other day, that's a lot, that's of, a time lot of time <clears throat> that you're going to spend. And again, you know, because, I mean, John and I do lift a little bit. So we have gym memberships, but the gyms we go to, does the Y have a sauna? Oh, yeah. Y has like some really nice sauna. <laughs> too. My, my $10 a month Planet Fitness doesn't have a sauna. Imagine that. Yeah. I wonder if the Worthington one, does the Worthington over there have it? I thought about transferring over there. The Planet that, Fitness? Is, isn't that where the wells go? No, not the not the Planet Fitness, the Worthington Rec Center. Oh, oh. I don't know. I wonder if they do. Because, I mean, saunas would be a, a nice thing just to add. Just, I mean, because, again, like you said, it doesn't hurt. Mm. And it won't necessarily, it could, I mean, it, and it could hamper you if you do it wrong and you're stupid. Yeah. Like, Well, I've, I've heard of people, like, going into a sauna and doing, like, like, I, I am interested in trying, like, just the sitting in the sauna, yeah. and, like, chugging water aspect of it. But I've also heard of people, like, putting, like, 
bikes in the sauna oh. and, and like doing like flutter kicks and sit ups uh. and jumping jacks and push ups and like I feel like that is like potentially dangerous and maybe some overkill. Yeah, and maybe maybe don't just wear just a towel if you're yeah. gonna do jumping jacks. <laughs> Yeah. Male or female. <laughs> Get a concussion. Um, <laughs> so it's it, it just seems like one of those weird things where, like, the more and more people are doing it, but clearly people are catching on to yeah. the fact that you need it. I will, Western states, give them credit. And, and I feel like we have a race right here in Ohio that could take some pointers from this. Western states, I believe they put out at their pre-race uh, meeting, per runner, per runner they had 65 pounds of ice wow that's a lot of ice that is insane and then i saw a thing on twitter where they tweeted out that their ice bill yeah was i i can't remember either number is astronomical their ice bill was somewhere between eight and nine thousand dollars crazy just the ice bill that is nuts. I will also go as far as to say at Western States. First off, Western States, if you've they, never been there, I, it was my first time. They've got their shit figured out. It, yeah. It was my first time ever being at the Western States. The weird thing for, uh, the, the weird, the, what I found weird was out there was like when your runner came into the aid station, you were not allowed to, essentially you couldn't handle your runner at all at the aid station until they got through the aid station. Like you could not, you could not go to the aid station table and get your runner or something. Really? Like the aid station volunteers had that all worked out. They, they, and, and it they, makes sense. And they did, dude, they had, that thing was a well-oiled machine. They, your runner would come into the aid station and by the time they were out of the aid station, they were like, it was like watching a, a pit crew at a NASCAR race. I mean, they yeah. were fully like, <laughs> yeah, it was nuts. There was not a single aid station that I saw a single runner go into that did not come out with a cup of ice and ice crammed in a bandana around the yeah. neck or the other really common one was uh, a lot of people are starting to wear those arm sleeves yeah and just cr- those things runners would come out and they look like they were bodybuilders yeah i mean it was they, they were just crammed with i was ice. reading some stuff about that <clears throat> and it seems like that'd be counterintuitive to have that cover but it's like no it gives you something to keep your body even cooler yeah and yeah. it kind of it kind of goes with the the heat training itself i was going to bring the topic up of of how important ice is yeah of kind of letting your body your body's already working overtime yeah so rather than making it work even harder yeah maybe help it out and keep it cool so like i've gotten really used to the like uh dr mike called it a um an ice burrito on the back of the neck in a bandana and then in the hat as well. Like those have been my two places, but like some of the reading and stuff I've done, it makes me want to like try the sleeves and see how well that would work. There was a crazy number of people had that. I mean, and obviously those people know what the hell they're doing. They they seem to have it down pretty well. Yeah. Um, It was, it was weird. Like my whole thing against like the ice bandana things is great example. Saturday when we ran super hot, super humid, right? And when it's that humid, you, I, I chafe, right? I chafe yeah. really bad. Um, and so I, I was always, I was kind of worried like, man, if, if, if I chafe just off the humidity, what's it going to be like if I have the humidity plus I have all that melted ice? Yeah. Well, out of places like Western States where it's so arid, like you would see runners come in and like they would be only a little wet 
right immediately under where the bandana had melted. Oh, everything really? else, it was so hot and so dry out there that everything else just immediately dried off from them. Huh. It was bizarre. Dave had made a comment a couple times that, like, his sleeves on his shirt were, like, dry every single time. As a matter of fact, he had, like, little salts, like, starting to form on it. Huh. It was that dry out there. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's the other part. You know, you want to kind of monitor how fast everything melts and, like, make sure you're not getting chafing and stuff like that. But, yeah, um, it's, it's, it's going with the climate, knowing where, like, yeah. uh, if you're doing a race out here, it's going to be humid and disgusting. Yeah. Like, keep that. Yeah, I never keep it thought. Dry. Keep it dry as much as possible. Like, change it. So, on a really hot days, humid days, if you're going to do the ice things, you're going to need to change your shirt. Yeah a lot more often than you are if you didn't do it out where it's dry and stuff like that but hot yeah um the other thing that i know that was incorporated out there in western states to a stupid amount and it was funny because i've seen people here in ohio doing it i've always thought man that's kind of that might be kind of goofy but now i see it and i fully understand a little bit better and i'm like nope i'm an idiot for not thinking that was a good idea is the uh handkerchief basically like sewn into the back of the hat or like pinned or something like that uh covering the back of the neck and even as far as like to the ears and stuff like that um we make shift one for dave out there in western states and he's like dude he's like it is unbelievable how much a difference that made like he's like it is crazy how much of a difference that made keeping that heat off from and i guess when i first thought saw i'm like how does that not get hot underneath? Like, cause you're trapping that heat, yeah. underneath, but it's, it's better. It's, it's the lesser, the evils of the sun beating on the back of your neck and just right. cooking the back of your head. Rather than just that, that steaming stuff. heat that yeah. you have. So he said that he's man, he's like, that was a freaking lifesaver out there huh. having that on the back of his I've head. I've seen, I think I saw a documentary with someone at Badwater that had like a full off white jumpsuit that had like the long trail mm-hmm. head mm-hmm. and then like mm-hmm. long sleeves and long pants. And people were looking at him like, what are you doing, bro? And he's like, no, this is scientifically proven that yeah. this is going to keep yeah. me cooler than the sun hitting your skin. Because at that point, your, your body has no chance of basically adjusting to it. You're trying to, you're, you gotta help your body as much as you can in the heat. So ice is a good thing. Again, just pay attention to, like John said, with chafing and you don't want to be completely drenched because of ice. You know, you, you also want to make sure that you are sweating too. Like the ice can't completely substitute that because if you're not sweating, that's a problem. And that really comes to the hydration and electrolytes. <clears throat> People don't realize how important electrolytes are. Oh. And just because, uh, I think every time I think of electrolytes, I think of the, uh, <clears throat> what's the movie with, uh, Oh, Owen. What's the Owen brother? I have no clue. Uh, idiocracy. I don't, I I've heard of it. I don't know if I've ever seen it. So the whole premise is he like, it's supposed to be cryogenically frozen for like five years or some shit like that. And ends up being like hundreds of years. And what they do is they basically have this electrolyte drink. I think it's, I can't remember what it's called, but they're feeding everything electrolytes because I think that's how things grow. And they're wondering why none of their crops are growing because they're feeding it like a Gatorade kind of thing. Yeah. Terry Crews is the president. It's hilarious movie. It's basically what our country is going to be in about five years. Easy. Uh, I mean, okay. Four years. Um, (laughs) but it's, it's so funny because I talk about feeding everything electrolyte, but electrolytes are very important. And a lot of people think like you just drink Gatorade or something like that. And it's like, uh, Gatorade is too much sugar. Yeah. And then you're kind of combating your hydration because the sugar is overtaking it. I, I tell you, so, uh, by the way, on this episode, we're going to be Dave Wells heavy just because, Oh, cause that's fresh. Just, fresh just because that's you. fresh. And that's who I just spent, uh, uh, like the last week with, um, that dude, 
I don't know if I've ever been around or ran with anybody that is more dialed in to like monitoring his urine and his <laughs> hydration levels. It is insane. Well, like you it's, run with his, him. It's in his job. Yeah. You run with him and he's like, oh, yep, nope. I need to, uh, uh, this time at this aid station, guys, let's just go all water. Uh, I've noticed I haven't peed quite enough. I believe I'm retaining too many electrolytes. And then like the next aid station, you see him, it'll be X amount of miles away. He's like, okay, we've got some pee. Uh, a little concerned about the color. Uh, we're going we're to go with a, uh, two bottles and one bag of this. And you're like, one bag Christ. of Dave's wind, Dave wind. Yes. Dave wind. Homie makes his own <laughs> tailwind, which is absolutely genius. Yeah, oddly enough, you know, the one ingredient he takes out the tailwind does not. And you just, you, it's the sugar. Really? Yep. He makes his own concoction, and it's more of a, uh, like, a potassium, salts, electrolytes, You know, stuff. meth. Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, what's the word of meth? Um, but no, he basically makes Tailwind yeah. minus the sugar. Interesting. But he makes his own. I told Kayla, I was like, I need to talk to Dave just to be like, how much does this stuff cost? How much would you be willing to make it for me well, to try it out? Yeah, it's pretty neat how he makes, but it's funny because, like, he does have his own little baggies. Like he just has like a shit ton of baggies. So he's like, all right, man, dump this in here and just, but it's crazy how dialed in, but he comes through those age stations. I mean, he relatively looks unscathed at most of them. I mean, I mean, it's, I mean, at a certain point, it's a hundred something point, degrees. Yeah. And you're going to look a little fucked up, Yeah, but on the grand scheme of things, like it's crazy how well he has it dialed in. But I do, I, it is funny how much people are like, Oh, Gatorade for the, you can overdose on the electrolytes. You can overdose on the water. Well, they had, they had a, a great balance, a great marketing scheme of that with like the sweat, the colored sweat yeah. saying like, what's in your sweat? Like the electric, like you need the electrolytes. And you're like, yeah, but what else is in here? Yeah. Like you have yeah. to be smart about this. So like I recently started using the salt tabs a little heavier than I had been in heat training. And I've yeah. been okay with them because I don't have the ones with caffeine. Yeah. I think the ones uh, with caffeine, throw you for a loop yeah yeah i would say personally yeah i would say the two biggest uh and races in you know recent history that i can remember i would say easily the the issues i've had where i've ran into like serious like uh oh this is about to go sideways yeah when i look back on it hindsight 2020 it was both because i was using something that had too much caffeine in it whether it be the tailwind with caffeine or it being like uh, cliff shots with caffeine. Yeah, I was going too heavy. And I mean, let's. I mean, any. I feel like any adult in their right mind understands that caffeine dehydrates you. Yeah. So I mean, caffeine can caffeine definitely has its benefits, but you can definitely over caffeinate well, yourself yeah, very yeah. quickly. I feel like I feel like caffeine is one of those things you should hold off until like you know, three, four in the morning when it's, you know, like, when someone's putting in your ramen noodle and laughing while like you're trying to eat ramen noodle in. <laughs> I, I feel like it's great for like the last like quarter of a race or something like that. When you're trying to just basically bump someone over the finish line yeah, and you, you got that person essentially running, running on fumes, right? And you start bumping caffeine in there. And I mean, what, there's not a whole lot left to be lost at that point anyways. Yeah. yeah. Salt tabs are nice. It's keeping those electrolytes in check. And we've talked about it in other episodes of so like the color of pee and stuff like that. Like that's a, that's a decent gauge on your hydration, but you don't want it clear because then you can go, you can risk the route of, which is a very, very serious thing that a lot of ultra runners do have. Is it hypo, hypa, hype, uh, hypo. hypo is 
Yeah, I can never remember the hypo, hyper, and hypa. Yeah, I don't. Someone's going to make fun of us like they usually do on this. Ah, uh, librarians. <laughs> uh, let's see where it's at. I had it in my ar- article. Yatadatata. Hyponitremia. Oh, yes. Nitremia. Ever famous nitremia. Yeah, that's it. It's it's defined as an abnormally low concentration of sodium ions in the blood. So basically, when you overhydrate yourself and you're not yeah. getting enough electrolytes in, so you're not getting that balance, and you'll you'll they said one of the easiest signs to see that is like weight gain, like instant bloating, sure. like weight gain f- during the race because you're supposed to lose on average four to five percent on most ultra marathons yeah. is like your your weight you would end up dropping, which is fine, but if you overhydrate you can cause more issues where your body just wants to start shutting down. So you don't want your pee to be crystal clear. Right. You also don't want it to look like coffee. Yeah. I think uh, I've a always nice used amber. I've always used, <laughs> I've always used my fingers as a gauge. Why are you putting your, <laughs> yeah, sticking your fingers in there? No, but like, if your fingers start getting like pudgy and swollen and stuff yeah. like that, it's probably a pretty good, pretty good idea. You need to step back and, reevaluate how much electrolytes and how much water and what a ratio you've been taking stuff in. I do. I do it with my watch on my my wrist. Basically I keep it, keep it where it's comfortably tight, but then when it starts to bother me, yeah, because I don't wear my ring while I run because I've had issues where like it wasn't going to come off. I'm like, that's yeah. good. We're going to have to cut this finger. Yeah. I, I, I actually use my wedding ring is what I use because yeah. I love my wife and I wear it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, <laughs> as, as your lovely wife is in there cleaning my shirt for me. Yeah. She's cleaning your shirt. Well, that was definitely thunder. Was that thunder? Uh, I mean, no, it's not supposed to rain here for a while. Although those clouds look kind of ominous. Well, wherever has heat thunder or heat lightning or whatever. Well, there's heat lightning. There's usually not heat thunder. But is if there? there's lightning, isn't there thunder? Not necessarily. What? Cause you see it long before you hear it. Right. But it's still there. Not unless it's too far away. In theory, so if a bear shits in the woods it and there's no one ass. there, <laughs> it definitely wipes his ass. Uh, but yeah, so what else? What else with heat trading? I mean, be smart with your hydration, the electrolytes. Again, do what works for you. Just because some everyone says salt tabs are what you need, salt tabs are what you need. If you do salt tabs and it like absolutely murders you, like a Baxendale. Oh he, my he had god, that, and, that year, forget the PR. Yeah, and just like it just oh. did not work. So now he's like, I don't do it. Yeah, uh, Dr. Mike before Nashville. Uh, that was a really stupid hot race two years ago, I think, that Baxton and I did. He said, hey, try to get as much sodium as you can before. So I fucking had, I had like two things of ramen the yeah. night before the race, just trying to like overload my body with sodium yeah. to kind of try to get ahead of the game. Yeah. Whether that worked or not, it was hard to say because there's a bunch of other factors that contributed to me having a really crappy race. Um, I don't know. It There's this, heat training is one of those things where it's, it can be great as long as you do it right. You, you're smart about it. If you start getting lightheaded or dizzy or anything like that, stop. Yeah. I've also, and I, I've, I remember this from years and years ago. If you have ever been a heat casualty, if you've ever had like heat stroke, heat exhaustion, if you've ever been a heat casualty, it is probably best that you just avoid hot situations because once you become a heat casualty, the odds and the yeah. probability of you become a heat casualty again are significantly higher. And let's just say as a preface here, we should preface this beforehand. We are not medical professionals and this is not any advice you should follow. I did sleep at a holiday. Inn. That's such a corny <laughs> ass joke. It's a holiday in express. Yes. So yeah, corny. So corny. <laughs> Sorry. So stupid. Uh, but I, yeah, I really, I, I think next year I have my eye on a race that is kind of notorious for being hot and humid. Um, and I think, 
about a month out, maybe two months out, I'll be looking into the sauna training. Yeah, it seems that it seems to have decent results from what yeah. I mean because a lot of the elites are doing it but again i mean they're also running 100 plus mile weeks every single week too yeah that's definitely a storm brewing this way but it's not supposed to storm until like later this week it it could just because it's so dang hot so dang so dang hot that's how we're talking now we have someone spent spent too much time in north (laughs) kakalaki dude when we were sitting there with my so my sister-in-law's family came in for the birthday party yeah and at, like just all the talking, I could feel my voice starting to go back into that from when I lived there. I'm like, don't you do it, man. Like, y'all listen up now. You hear? Y'all, look at her. Huh? Huh? It's the back. What's the back? So that looks great. Look at you. Oh, honey. God. That's all right. Thank you. No, put it back in the dryer. Just let it, so it doesn't. I just wanted to make sure that. Yeah, it looks like you definitely got it off. You are, you are, you are a solid wife too. Yep. And not as well. He's talking about TWO. Yes. Like second wife. <laughs> like we're moving to Utah, folks. <laughs> wait a second. Then I can't have her too. That's not how it works. Oh, wait. Yeah, you're right. What is that? That would be weird. Speaking of... <laughs> what, would that not be weird? <laughs> the other part's totally not weird, but that part would be weird. Yeah. All right. Anything else with heat training? I feel like there's so much more to get into with heat training and that like I think it's very specific though. And it, it is a very much a person to person thing. Yeah, like, like there's certain things I know. I, I'm a absolute baby when it comes to heat. Like once I start getting hot, I'm like, I don't wanna run. And I start I've slowing down it. and make it yeah, it's real. It's a real thing. Well that was also like that was a lot of everything. I, but usually what happens with heat, as funny as we say this is a storm's about to roll through, yeah. is usually with heat you get storms like this and then it's hot again. Oh, I learned an interesting fact. I'm listening. Speaking of, I, this, dude, this is super cool. So this is what happens when you run with people way smarter than you. You learn really cool shit like this. So um, did you know that when you're running, and it's like, it's like what it is now, that your performance is greatly increased, like significantly increased right after it begins to rain? There's like a change in the ions in the air, and your 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 performance will greatly increase. Really? Yes. Right, right after. Right as it starts. Immediately after it starts raining, your performance increases, and then it will plateau back out, right. back to kind of like what it was. Um, and and unfortunately, because I'm an idiot, that's the extent of the information <laughs> I retained from that from the guy who told me this. But I was like fucking like I, I, he was telling me this because we were running and it was beginning to. Sp- you know, drizzle yeah. on us. And he's like, ah, oh, and he hit me with this knowledge. I'm like, that's, and then of course the other person we were running with, oddly enough that day, I, well, this is not out of the normal. I was easily the dumbest one of this running group, <laughs> but like the other th- three people with, uh, with us well, are like all significantly more intelligent. And, and they're like, they were more like able to follow the conversation. Right. But it was, it was, they were following the science behind it. You're just like dumbfounded. And I'm just them. nodded. I'm like, that's amazing. Yeah, that sounds like fun. Yeah, Can so, this start raining every single yeah, time? Yeah. And, like, and he's like, yeah, yeah technically you, you kind of want it to just kind of rain. Right. And like he, like he, like he said that science even has it figured out to like where huh. in, a, in like, you know, different races at different points, right. obviously because different distances, but there's like a, like a certain point for every like distance that you kind of want it to rain. Really? For yeah, it was 
crazy. I have to research that. Yeah, we got um, a little drizzle coming right now. So going back to like uh, I, uh, a heavier drizzle. It's kind of funny because we kind of missed it because like like uh, a certain person spilled beer. But I heard you talking about it when I was in a full blown panic about getting my new shirt uh, <laughs> dirty. Um, I heard you mention like running like when it uh, like I uncomfortable hours during the day. Yeah. Two years ago during the redemption tour, uh, I was purposely running at uh, anywhere from ten o'clock in the morning till two o'clock in the afternoon. I was purposely going out. And doing uh, ten mile to fourteen mile runs, uh, just to try to get that extra bit of suck involved in the uh, in in my runs and like that. And I kind of oddly enough feel like it did make a difference. I really do feel like if you know a race is going to have certain elements, you do need to just kind of embrace it and get after it. Um, we always kind of make the comments that when you and I stop to use the restroom during runs or something like that, or it falls under the same. The race director is not going to stop the clock That's for you right. to poop. The race director is not going to stop the clock when it's hot. The race director is not going to stop the clock when it's raining. All that kind of stuff. So if, if there's a high suck factor, just kind of embrace it. Yeah. Make embrace it a game. Embrace the suck and just and, – And get after it. But again, there there is a point where it becomes – Be smart. Be smart about yeah. it. Because – Speaking oh, of being smart, there's a crack of lightning. That was crack of lightning. Um, We're just out here with electronic devices. <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? Hold it on to smell, something rubber. It smells really good. Yeah, it does. Um, I'm like this stuff's getting a little wet. I feel like just a little bit of a breeze coming in on me. Or not breeze, a little bit of a drizzle. Um, what was I getting ready? I was getting ready to say something also. I am obviously distracted by the rain. Yeah. Uh, oh, well. It's all right. We should probably uh, just go ahead and wrap it up. This yeah. will be a shorter episode just because we're getting rained on, folks. Is it? Yeah, it'll be a little shorter. Yeah, it's starting to come down, and we just have equipment to uh, to <clears throat> to get done. So yeah, that's that's a brief bit on heat train. I mean, like John said, there's a lot as the rain slows down now. Um, <clears throat> there's a lot with heat training that really is specific to you. So kind of paying attention to. <laughs> I hope that got picked up in the microphone. I kind of do hope that. <laughs> Because if it didn't, that'd be funny. But yeah, there's a lot specific to heat training for your individual. So, I mean, do some searches online. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of great information out there, but do it smart for you and then just do it in stages. You don't want to go out and do like a 20-mile run in the dead heat and not be prepared uh, for it. I would pray that, yes. Let's just assume, yes, that, yeah, work yourselves into yeah. stuff. So, yeah. uh, some local things happening this upcoming weekend. So this is 4th of July week tomorrow. This release on Tuesday, tomorrow will be 4th of July. Uh, that this Saturday yeah. is the fifth, sixth, seventh, the seventh. I think it's the seventh, the Hilltop, uh, Hilltop 5k USA. Yeah. The Hilltop 5k. Uh, no Hilltop USA 5k. That's what I said. Didn't I? You said Hilltop 5k. Oh, so Hilltop USA 5K, 5K yeah. uh, it's for veterans. I don't know exactly what the organization they're supporting is, but um, there's a bunch of possible going out there. Unfortunately, it's sold out, but definitely come out there and just support uh, kind of the veterans and... and or Mia, uh, maybe yeah. bandit. Yeah, well, bandit race it. John's just going to bandit it. There may, be, there may be one idiot that bandits it. Yeah, whatever. Maybe. They can deal with it. Um, and then... Well, I just stood away too fast. <laughs> Do what? He stood away too fast. Ooh. Shadows. <laughs> my tape, my, my tongue feels like a penny's on it. Ooh, ooh. And then there's one important local event that's actually coming oh, up here soon. Oh, shit, folks. We get doing, excited. Get we excited. We are doing the Running Beer and BS 50K Tour. Oh, so snap. On July 14th, um, 
there is going to be a 50k route which we will have an event on facebook Wait, july 14th yeah okay it's on the 14th it's saturday okay yeah, it's Saturday, right? Not this Saturday, next Saturday. Not this upcoming Saturday, the following Saturday. Yes. There's going to be a 50K that is going to be taking place throughout Columbus. Yeah, that's getting real chilly. Uh, <laughs> there's a 50K around Columbus. So we're going to post the route for it and share that with you guys on Facebook. So it'll be in a Facebook event. It's going to be in a Facebook event. Oh, my goodness. All right, we need to talk fast. Yeah. So it'll be a Facebook event with all of the details. We're going to hit up eight breweries around Columbus, run a 50K, finish at Zaftig Brewing Company. It's going to be amazing. You'll check out everything there. We are getting rained on. So if you do like the podcast, consider subscribing to it. If you do not, uh, there's some reviews we wanted to talk about. We'll just shout those just, out just next week. Just a quick week. shout out to the... No, let's do it right now. <laughs> what are their let's, names? Let's get, let's get into this. What are their names? I don't know. My, my phone done some wonky stuff. Yeah. Oh, wait. It's chilling out for us. So we got a oh, It's chilling for a second. So we have a review on iTunes. That said, let me pull up the picture here. It said, two relatable dudes drinking beer and talking running. What's not to like? Informational and entertaining all at the same time. And that was from Vogue's 55. Vogue's 55. And then also to Jay Sargent. It's our UK listener I talked about last week. Hey, guys. Brand spanking new listener here in the UK. Stayed up past my bedtime bedtime last night listening to you chat shit about what not to do. Episode 20. I will listen to the others. I promise. I'm running my first 50K in July. And your tips and advice about what to, not to do are in my head. Great advice. You almost sound like you know what you're talking about. Almost. <laughs> almost. Seriously, though. Top advice. The podcasts are fucking awesome. We thank you so much, Jay. We will get your address. And I will ship you a sticker to the uk i don't care how much it costs us that'd be awesome that's happening the shipping so, will cost more than the sticker it definitely will but yeah and it'll so be worth it sorry for the quick uh, the rain's cutting down now so and it's done I, yeah i'll jump back lightning's into <laughs> yeah the lightning's still going on but so back to the 50k real quick uh we're gonna have a facebook event for it share it with your friends we want to have a huge group out there supporting us uh and really just having a good time running with us we're going to be running and, like i said a 50k around columbus and, multiple breweries and by supporting us what we really mean is you running with us. Yes, not not financially yeah, yeah, yeah. or not, buying us not, beer or anything not, like that. Literally not, just hanging out with yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, here's the goal. It, it's, a, it's a 50K. Yeah. If you want to run off 50K, fucking kudos. Awesome. We'll love to have you along yeah. with us for the full 50K. If you want to run eight miles, if, five if, miles. If you see, oh, look, that route's eerily close to where my house is. I'm going to jump in there and run to there. Our goal is to be able to give like kind of time standards of when we expect to be at different places and be updating as we go. So you kind of know, so you can jump in with us. You can run as much as the 50 K as you want. You can run as little as 50 K as you want. And even fuck it. If you just want to show up at one of the bars and drink with us, you can just show up at one of the bars and drink. Exactly. So there'll be a Facebook event. We'll share that out. You guys will get, it'll be live before this episode comes out. So make sure you share with your friends as always. Thank you so much for all of your support. We really, really appreciate it. Johnny, anything else for him? Uh, I got nothing. We're getting right now. Peace. Peace. Bye.